When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you shift your vibe and radiate self-love so you can create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Madeline Charles. She's a psychotherapist and relationship coach. She's also the host of the Irresistible Woman podcast. So welcome, Madeline. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Helena. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm really looking forward to this topic. Madeline is an expert in helping people overcome anxiety and feeling more confident and secure within themselves so they can finally experience the love they've always wanted to have in their life. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Madeline's going to be sharing three keys to healing dating and relationship anxiety. I'm really looking forward to this, Madeline. I've been getting so many questions and requests for an episode on this topic specifically. So is there anything you want to say before we get started? Oh my gosh. I just want to preface everything I'm going to share with. I, I have been an anxious dater my whole life. And so everything I talk about today are things that have supported me and transforming my own love life and they've helped countless women. So I can't wait to share these insights. I'm really looking forward to this too. And by the way, Madeline has a free gift for everyone listening. I was a part of this. It's a brand new series. Is there anything you want to say about that? If you're listening to the replay of this, I'll include a link in the description or episode details. That'll be the first link if anyone wants to join. It's totally free, right? Yes. We'd love for everyone to join us. This is a free virtual interview series called The Irresistible Woman. Uh, And we really are honing in on a lot of what we're talking about here today. So if you identify as an anxious dater, if you feel insecure, if you tend to attract avoidant or unavailable men, this is going to be super relevant to you. We have just a phenomenal lineup of expert speakers, including Helena, and we would love to be able to join, uh, join you with that. So I can't wait for you to get that link. Yeah. Absolutely. And I believe it's just MadelineCharlesCoaching.com slash Helena Hart if you're listening live and you want to secure your spot in this free series. It's 100% free. I love the interview we did. It was on a feminine approach to boundaries, something I haven't talked too much about before. So everyone, please go check that out. I'm really excited for it to start in January, right? Yep. We'll be starting in January and you can secure your spot now and it will be just so fun. Each expert is sharing a free gift on top of their free interview series. So there's lots of goodies for everyone. Fantastic. So everyone, please go check that out. It's the first link in the description. And while we're waiting for some people to join Madeline, what is it that brought you to this work? I know you're a licensed psychotherapist and relationship coach. I'd love to hear a little bit more about what made you want to help women in their love lives. Oh, yeah. I love that question. So like I shared, this work is primarily inspired by my own life and my own dating and relationship struggles and challenges and really for the longest time not understanding why I was stuck in patterns that I seemed to rationally know better (laughs) or I could understand what happened in my childhood but I didn't know why things kept playing out the way they did and it wasn't until I really dug into 
the three keys that we'll talk about today, that everything started to change. And I just know firsthand what it's like to feel so stuck spinning in anxiety, spinning in second guessing. Uh, and I also now know what it's like to be in a very secure relationship and to have all of those patterns just melt away and how liberating that is. So I, I'm just so passionate about helping women make that transformation for themselves as well and really open up to everything that a secure partnership can provide for them. I can relate a lot to that too. And by the way, we're broadcasting live on Bullhorn today. So if you're listening live, say hi in the chat. Let us know any questions you have on this topic or really anything around dating and relationships. We'd love to interact with you and answer all of your questions. So let's dive in, Madeline. What is that first key to healing dating and relationship anxiety? Okay. So the first key I want to share is pretty much the biggest like bottom line we've got to talk about, which is to unhook from the pursuer and distancer dynamic. Now, this dynamic is labeled a lot of different things. It might be the, you might have heard it be called the anxious avoidant trap or hot, cold, push, pull. But basically in that type of dynamic, there's someone typically uh, the woman that feels more anxious in this context, uh, pursuing and wanting to drive things forward when she meets someone that she's interested in. And that type of urgency, that type of forward-leaning energy will often cause someone to want to distance, want to back away, get some space. And it can create this vicious cycle, which I have been in many times. And a lot of women I work with find themselves there and they don't quite know how to get out of it. Um, because no one likes to be in that pursuer energy. But a lot of times for women that feel anxious, it can just kind of be this like default second nature place of going where they maybe feel uncomfortable with space and how long it's been since they last spoke or they want to know when they're going to see someone again. And so they get into that kind of urgent forward moving energy, which creates the exact opposite outcome of what they're hoping for. And so what I would encourage everyone to do who's listening, if you maybe identify with falling into this pattern, is to look within yourself and ask what attracts you to the type of man who is just out of reach? What keeps you in that kind of forward leaning energy? And ultimately, what makes you feel like you have to prove yourself? Because what we find with this pursuer distancer dynamic is uh, oftentimes there's a sense of uh, needing, needing to prove that you're worthy, needing to prove that you're attractive, needing to prove that you um, can finally be chosen by someone. And so that just fuels the, the urge to pursue. So I want to ask everyone to slow down and ask yourself, what is keeping you in that cycle and what attracts you to that type of man in the first place that is looking for that space that is distancing, that feels like you can never quite feel settled with him. And what you will probably find is that in all of the pursuing and all of the external focus on someone else and what a man is or isn't doing, what he's not giving to you, how he's not showing up, we get so focused on labeling that man, well, he's avoided, he's unavailable, why can't he show up for me, what am I doing wrong, that we lose sight of our own lack of emotional availability through this process. We get so focused on why someone isn't showing up as we want them to, rather than looking at what is it within us that may be perpetuating this deeper fear of rejection. 
That is so, so important. Yeah. I'm so glad we started with this. You know, I talk so much about urgency. That's pretty much the top problem I see that prevents women, especially women who fall into this cycle naturally, it prevents them from really having that securely attached partner and that love that they've always wanted. I can totally relate in my past to only feeling attracted to the men who were just slightly out of reach, right? The ones who were really mm-hmm. busy, who were really never going to commit to a real full-time relationship with me. They just simply weren't interested enough. And I know it can be so easy, just like you said, to just label everyone a narcissist or avoidant or emotionally unavailable. And yes, of course, there are some men like that out there, but there's no power in that to just blame men and not see that you actually have the power to transform and create the exact relationship you want. So I'm really happy we started with this. Do you see that as well, Madeline, people feeling this urgent need to get answers immediately or figure everything out right now. I know I hear that all the time from women. Yes, absolutely. And so when we get into that place, we often are neglecting our deeper emotional needs. Like they're being masked by the focus externally and on what someone else is or isn't doing. And so being able to put the focus and energy back on yourself is incredibly empowering. Um, and I want to offer just a practical tip around this. If you found yourself stuck in a pattern like this, um, if you found yourself feeling really burned by past relationship experience like this, is to uh, draft up a forgiveness letter. I am huge on this. It will just completely transform this pattern. So I encourage writing a forgiveness letter to any men past, current, whatever, that you have felt this type of cycle with and you want to just clear that energy and then also a forgiveness letter to yourself. So as you slow down and dig deeper, you may find, like I shared, oh, wow, I actually have this fear of rejection that has been fueling this whole thing. Or I can see how my urgency may have pushed someone away. And you can identify that without shaming yourself, but just just noticing it and owning it. And then being able to forgive yourself for those patterns for the parts of you that have been functioning in ways that maybe are from a younger version of yourself. I have found forgiveness letters to just be so healing, so clearing, and really helps you just kind of wipe that slate and be able to move forward with a fresh perspective. That is so great. I love the idea of writing yourself a forgiveness letter too. I hear from women all the time who say, how do we stop blaming ourselves or feeling shame or regret for all the mistakes we've made in the past? So this is not about beating yourself up or blaming yourself. And we're certainly not giving men a pass here either. We're not making excuses for them. We just want you to see that the power is within yourself. Angela in the chat says, that's so good. What's within us? So I'm glad this is resonating with you. Is there anything else you want to say on this first key, Madeline, or you want to move into number two? We can move on. I will say that this first key, there's a lot here. So I'm kind of laying out that high level overview of some things to get you thinking a little bit differently and kind of unhooking from just the default patterns. Uh, But what we will talk about moving forward, will layer on this and complement it well. So we can move into the second key, which is to qualify men by paying attention to your body. So this is also going to support you to get out of that kind of default mode of who you find attractive, who you register as um, being available, being attractive. So when we don't do this work, we will often uh, register someone as unavailable as being attractive. We Mm -hmm. will see that hot cold as, ooh, 
like this gives me butterflies. That must mean that there's attraction here. That must mean that there's chemistry here. And a big piece of releasing anxiety and dating for good is rewiring your body to actually see that the steady, secure, kind of grounded energy that you may feel with someone is safe and attractive. And that can be a difference for women. They might look at someone who brings that stable, safe energy right now and think, oh, I'm just getting friend vibes or I'm not really feeling the spark. And that's because there needs to be that rewiring internally. So when you are on a date or you're messaging with a guy, I just encourage you to slow down and tune in and like, what is my body communicating to me? Those butterflies, as exciting as they may be on the surface, I want you to proceed with caution when you feel that. And if you are feeling a little bit of just neutrality or even like, oh, I'm not quite sure, like I'm not feeling a lot, rather than dismiss that, I want you to take that as a green light, a yellow light maybe, but to notice that difference in your body and to get curious about uh, what within you is activating that spark when it's someone that is perhaps showing up less available. And if there's a nice guy who is solid and consistent and showing up like he says he is, and you are noticing that you're not really feeling it, can you just get curious about what is happening in your body a little bit longer rather than dismissing it or shutting it down like you may be used to? And allow yourself to rewire that internal uh, understanding of what you find attractive. This is such a fantastic point. I actually talk a lot about this here on my podcast and my YouTube videos. The fact that if you haven't had an easy love life or if you grew up experiencing love as being equal to pain or uncertainty or obstacles, your subconscious mind will create this spark of attraction with the kind of men who feel like home to you or, you know, for the men listening, this works both ways when my audience is mostly women. So the language we're using here reflects that, but this certainly applies to men as well. If you had to work hard to win your parents love or earn affection from your caregivers or anything like that, you're going to only feel attracted to people who just make you feel like you're not quite good enough. That's just one example. Obviously, there's all kinds of things that could be going on here. And so women who have this pattern going on where they're only feeling that spark with the men where things just don't tend to work out, the men who aren't right for them, you have to learn how to hook up your feelings of attraction and chemistry with a man's masculine action towards you. For example, if you're used to attracting emotionally unavailable men and only being attracted to the wrong partners. And I know a lot of women who are at that place. And I was certainly there myself. And if I can turn this around, I know anybody can. <laughs> so I know you can too. I know, Madeline, you've experienced this. Uh, women who are in the throes of this still worry that they're going to have to settle, that they're going to have to just end up with some boring guy because safety doesn't feel exciting to them. Do you have anything to say for women who are at that place? I know I hear that a lot. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Helena. That's such an important point. So I will say... Um, it's a gradual process. And so to be um, accepting of yourself, that it's not going to be this overnight switch. But I think that the deeper piece here is when you start to see, okay, someone showing up and give, giving me a sense of calm, a sense of steadiness, consistency, safety. Sometimes we reject that a lot, like what you're saying, and also because it can actually be vulnerable that someone will really see us. Mm -hmm. it's hard to let someone really see us and let someone in if they're always kind of dodgy and like not sure when they're going to show up next. 
And so sometimes we do push someone away when they are showing up as consistently as we've said they will, or as, as we said we wanted them to. So to go slowly and gradually increase your capacity to find safety as attractive, I really encourage you to practice pacing. So as you're connecting with someone and you're a little bit like, oh, I'm not quite sure, like a little bit different than my type usually, I'm working on changing my attraction type, um, I encourage you to go slower than you maybe used to in the dating process. And this is also going to support you to release that tendency to be rushing and urgent. And I actually will ask my clients to remember, what is the rush? <laughs> like, I will be like, really, like, what is the rush? And ask yourself that. And it kind of checks you in of like, oh, yeah, that's right. There really shouldn't be. So that means I can give a little bit more space in between how often I'm expecting to hear from him or see him. And obviously, you have standards around that, but it gives you a little bit of a context to ground you. Um, I also encourage you to slow down the physical intimacy uh, to demonstrate small boundaries in the beginning and see how those are responded to, gradually increasing the time and energy you're building in this connection. But that pacing process is really going to give you the clarity that is hard to find when you're in the urgent space. So the clarity of how do I feel in my body? Maybe from date one to date three to date five, can I start to see someone's consistency, um, gradual commitment, you know, follow through? Can I start to see those things as, wow, like that, that actually feels kind of nice. That actually registers a different type of feeling in my body. And just because it's different doesn't mean I necessarily need to shut it down or run away from it. That is so important. And I certainly experienced this myself. I've talked a lot about this. My husband and I have talked together on my podcast about this. The fact that we didn't have those crazy fireworks initially on our first date or two. We thought, you know, we had a nice time together, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is the one, <laughs> right? And that attraction and chemistry built slowly over time, I would say within the first month or so, but it wasn't those initial fireworks, uh, which was a great thing for me personally, historically, those fireworks, that spark of instant chemistry was all hooked up with someone who was just not going to be into me for the long haul, right? So now we just have this incredibly passionate, close, connected relationship. But at first, I didn't really know how great he was. I'd give it some time to get to know him. And back when I was doing private coaching, every single woman who had this pattern going on that ended up with a phenomenal man said the exact same thing. They said, you know, at first I thought he was a nice guy and I gave him a chance and he won me over slowly. I let him get to me. And now I'm so attracted to him. I've never felt so passionate or connected or attracted to anyone. But at first I had to just really give it a chance and let things develop over time. So I just love sharing stories like that because I know a lot of women are afraid that they're going to have to settle. They have to choose between excitement or dependability. And <laughs> that's just not the case. Do you agree with that, Madeline? Yeah, I completely agree. And that was actually the same um, scenario for myself and my fiance now. Where really? like we met online and um you know when I saw his profile I was like okay like I don't you know like I don't know but it wasn't like oh my gosh like <laughs> um and I think that sometimes we are looking for that instant hit that instant like oh my gosh this needs to be it and um so yeah I was able to see okay like let me let me um feel into this connection and it grew and it was just so evident and it was so different than I had experienced before much like you were describing. And I had to catch myself. Like part of me was like, gosh, this is so different. Is this like, 
can I trust it? Is the other shoe going to drop? There was in the beginning, even a little bit of like second guessing. And then finally settling into that rewiring process, like we're talking about where I was able to fully let this connection develop and to trust it. Um, but it was very different. And I think part of, you know, the forgiveness letter, like I've done all the steps we're talking about, <laughs> like when I wrote the forgiveness letter to myself, I had realized, gosh, I put myself on this emotional roller coaster when I'm connecting with men that if I'm being really honest with myself, just aren't able to show up in the ways I want and need. And so with my fiance now, it was like, okay, there's no emotional roller coaster. Like he, he's following through, he's showing up, he's consistent. That's different. And maybe that's okay. And so some of the discomfort in the beginning was like, this is different. I'm not sure what to do with this, but I'm going to trust myself to allow it to develop. And I'm so glad I did. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. I did not know that that was your situation too, because I'm sure now that you, it, there's a, tons of attraction and chemistry, right? Yes. But maybe it wasn't there initially, like within the first conversation or two. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I love talking about the fact that him and I met online because it's another vote for like online dating can work. Um, yeah, especially like, here. like seeing his profile, you know, like I was like, okay, like he's got like a cute smile, but it wasn't like, you know, other people I'd like see it online that were like, Ooh, you like super hot, you know? Um, and so I, I always like talking about that because I think when we're online, especially we can be so quick to just get swipe happy and discount people. And I really want to say like giving people a chance. Yes. Going against that initial type can open you up to learning so much more and to give you an opportunity to work through some of these default patterns, like really challenging that typical type that you have and allowing yourself to expand your options. Absolutely. That is so important. And I met my husband online as well and had a similar experience of like, all right, we'll just, you know, see what happens. Like zero expectations just kind of showed up and <laughs> and it <laughs> turned out to be great. You know, so Jennifer in the chat says, I feel like you made this episode just for me. <laughs> it's all the things I think about and how I feel at times, especially with settling. Yes. It's amazing how common this is. People think they have to settle for the safe, boring guy or be on that roller coaster with the exciting undependable guy, if that's a word, <laughs> right? So um, you don't have to choose between reliability and excitement. You just have to hook up those two things in your mind. And that's exactly what we're talking about here in this episode. And Madeline, let's keep moving forward with these keys. What is that third key to healing dating and relationship anxiety? Okay. So the third key is to practice self-soothing. I'm a big advocate of this practice. And that really means just giving yourself what you need in any given moment. This can be a big shift for women that feel anxious in their love lives that have those triggers of insecurity, of second guessing, of being so externally focused like we've been talking about. So in those moments where you want to reach for your phone and see how long it's been since you've heard from him, or you notice yourself thinking about him and wondering when he's going to ask you out again, or you get home from the date and you're second guessing if you presented yourself in the right way or whatever it is, I want you to slow down in that moment, really get honest with yourself of like, what am I actually needing right now? Chances are you might be looking for some reassurance, some validation, um, just needing to hear that you're good enough, you're lovable, uh, that you don't have to be anyone other than who you really are, like whatever those things are. And so perhaps reciting those things to yourself could be useful, bringing in your sensories, 
your sensory experiences can be amazing. So if it's like, okay, let me wrap myself in a cozy blanket right now. Let me grab a hot cup of tea. Let me use some essential oils to just bring my body, my senses, my nervous system back into the present moment. That can really help you to ground yourself, get the clarity and discernment to effectively move through and ultimately break those kinds of like anxious ties that can be so automatic, so repetitive. Uh, when you slow down and kind of pattern interrupt with giving yourself the thing that you're searching for in that moment, all of a sudden you will start to see that that man that you've been projecting that energy and urgency onto, he's going to look different. You're going to have the clarity to see, you know what, I'm not feeling like I want to chase after him anymore. Or you know what, I can really start to see he's just not showing up in the way I ultimately want. Your standards will rise because your emotional needs are being filled from the inside first. Uh, and then the fear around settling, you will also see dissipates because you're like, well, I don't settle. Like I give myself what I need in any given moment. So my standards are higher. The way I see the world is different and things just start to open up and shift. So it's a very simple tool and practice that I think we can so quickly forget about when we're in those triggered and activated states, but they make such a difference. That is such a great point. I did not know what these three keys were going to be. And I just love <laughs> all of them. We could probably do a whole episode on each of these. They're all so important. Someone in the chat says, I did that, expanded my options, and the guy has been great. I get to practice my tips from this podcast. I'm so happy to hear that. This just works. It really does. I love that you talk about soothing yourself. I always say that you are the only person that can love yourself into this state of allowing where everything you want in relationships or in life can just flow right in. No amount of love from another person is going to fill what your soul is seeking. You have to learn to give that love and soothing to yourself and radiate that out in order for the right person who's a match to that to come towards you and just know that you're it for him right away, right? So it all starts with you. That's what this podcast is all about, you know, radiating self-love. And I see another comment in the chat she says, I had that happen yesterday and asked five friends for things that they enjoy about me so I can get my reassurance from another place and not the guy. Oh, I love that. In my last podcast episode with Mike Goldstein, I don't know if you know him, Madeline, a good oh, friend yeah. of mine. Yeah. Uh, he gave an exercise where you can ask five friends their favorite things about you and do that for yourself. It was really about filling yourself up with self-love rather than constantly trying to get that from a man. So the replay of that is on my YouTube channel. It's my most recent video. It's also right here on my podcast if anyone wants to check that out. And I think this is so great. Is there anything else you want to say on this one, Madeline? And I would also love to hear a recap of these three keys. I loved them all so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I just want to wrap with reminding everyone that this is a process, but um, in every moment you have a choice. So I know that being caught up in anxious dating patterns, feeling a lot of insecurity and second guessing, it can feel all consuming. But when you really start to prioritize slowing down, grounding, soothing your nervous system, all of a sudden, the amount of choice that you feel in any given moment around how you're perceiving a situation, around how you practically want to handle it, um, around how you want to powerfully move yourself forward, your choices just open up. So I really encourage everyone to practice these tools, be consistent with it. Again, know that it's not necessarily an overnight fix, but when you prioritize 
everything we're talking about and everything, Helena, that you speak about in this podcast in general, you will start to see these shifts. And again, everything opens up and then you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ever, you know, found that guy, that type of guy attractive. <laughs> like, yes. wow, I'm so, so glad true. I was able to open myself up to the type of man who is stable, secure, attractive, exciting, you know, all of those things. I'm so glad I didn't fall for the illusion that I would have to settle. That is so great. I just hear from so many women who are afraid of settling and you can just hear it and feel it in their vibration, even just on a comment on YouTube or here on my podcast, their whole vibe is settle, settle, settle. You can't get to where you want from that place when you're just exuding out this fear of settling. It's so clear to me or probably to anyone looking at the situation objectively that that's all they have access to right now, men with whom they'd have to settle. And then they're just constantly pining for this unavailable person person who is their regular type, right? So this is so important. I would love to bring you back on my podcast sometime, Madeline. Do you want to recap these three points for everyone? And then I'd love to give everyone some more details about your free series that's starting very soon. Yes. Okay. So to recap, the first key is to unhook from the pursuer distance or dynamic. And for that, I really encourage you to practice writing forgiveness letters to any men in your life, parents, uh, and yourself, anyone like no one's off limits, but it's a very powerful exercise um, for you to dig into that. The second key is to qualify the men that you are connecting with by paying attention to how you are feeling in your body. And on a practical note, being able to pace the connection perhaps a little bit slower than what you're used to is going to help you be able to discern what's coming up in your body and make that shift to see stability and security as attractive. And then finally, the third key is to practice self-soothing and getting in the habit of giving yourself what you need. That is so great. Yeah, I forgot to mention something I say a lot in my YouTube videos and here on my podcast is effort is attractive. I want everyone to just write that down, write it on a post-it and stick it on your mirror or type it into your phone and set a reminder to remind yourself every day, effort is attractive. You want to hook up your feelings of attraction and chemistry with the kind of potential partners who are stable and reliable and dependable. And I think when you implement the steps that Madeline shared here today, you'll just naturally feel bored and lose interest in a man who isn't treating you well or not stepping up and pursuing you consistently which is so great because the choice becomes really obvious. It's not this painful thing where you have to force yourself to not think about him anymore. It's just this natural attrition process or falling away where the right people just come forward and start pursuing you and they really step up and the wrong people just fade away and you don't have to micromanage it. Have you found that as well, Madeline? That's certainly been my experience and what I see with a lot of women in my community. Oh my gosh. Yes. Agreed. I see this shift in my clients and it's so powerful. It's so powerful. So yeah, I'm excited for everyone to try these three keys. And like I said, they build on each other. They are meant to be something that you weave into your life consistently. And I, I just know that it's going to open up so much for everyone. I completely agree. These were so phenomenal. I'm so glad you shared this today. And Madeline, let's talk about your free series uh, that I was a part of. I'm really excited for this to start in January let everyone know how they can sign up for that. Yeah. So if you want to go to MadelineCharlesCoaching.com forward slash playing a heart, you will uh, be able to save your free spot for the Irresistible Woman series. We have over 25 
top-notch global experts on love dating relationships. They are sharing their best tips. We're cutting through all the garbage dating advice out there to give you things that really are going to make a difference for you attracting the right man in the new year. Especially if you resonate with today's topic, we will be honing in on identifying uh, things specific to women that feel anxious or insecure in their love lives, especially. So like I said, every speaker is sharing a free gift as well. It's going to be a party (laughs) and we would love for you to be a part of it. Amazing. Yes, there are 30-minute podcast-style interviews and, of course, 25-plus free gifts for everyone. It's totally 100% free, no strings attached. Right, Madeline? That's right. Yep. Like I mentioned at the beginning, I love the interview we did on a feminine approach to boundaries, something I haven't talked too much about before, but we always have so much fun recording these interviews. This was phenomenal. Thank you so much for everyone listening live. And Madeline, you also have a podcast as well, right? The Irresistible Woman. Can you let everyone know where they can find you here or on social media or anywhere else? Yeah, so the Irresistible Woman podcast, um, it's available everywhere that you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, um, all those good places. So we'd love to connect with you there on Instagram, I'm Madeline Charles Coaching. Um, and I do have a Facebook community called Confident in Love. So I'd love to see you in any of those places. And just thank you again, Helena, for allowing me to be here today. Absolutely. I would love to bring you back on again sometime. This was such great information that I truly believe everyone needs to know. I wish they taught this in schools. That's the feedback I get from a lot of my listeners. <laughs> is that They wish they had learned this information 20 or 30 years ago. So for everyone listening to the replay of this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you're listening to this, if you'd like to join us live for my live broadcasts, I'll also include a link to download the Bullhorn app. It's totally free. You're going to absolutely love it. It's so user-friendly. You can type your questions into the chat. You can call in and talk to us personally. So I'll include that link as well since you can't go live on Spotify or Apple at this time. Obviously, I go live using Bullhorn. So I highly recommend everyone downloading that app. And again, that's totally free. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. And Madeline, thank you again. I'm really looking forward to hearing all the interviews in your series. Yes, it's going to be so good. Thank you, Helena. Bye, everybody. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.